Hey, hey, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I'm so excited you're here today and you're absolutely going to love this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with Jenny Lyon. So Jenny is a light activator. She's a mentor and she's a purpose visionary. So what she does is she helps women visionaries, entrepreneurs, conscious leaders to step into that impactful leader role through deep inner work and light body activation. We have such an incredible conversation today about the power of the woman awakening. So we're talking about this on a global scale, the power of women awakening and the divine feminine, but also on a personal scale, the power of awakening your own feminine energy, awakening the power within. So whether or not you're an entrepreneur or whether or not you're even a woman, you are going to get so much out of this today because it is about the awakening of the divine feminine and that is going on in our lives, our personal lives, global scale. It is happening all around us and you're going to just love to hear about how powerful this is, how we can use this for manifestation, stepping into our purpose, activating our light. There's so much gold in here. Another thing that we talk about is I ask Jenny what we can do when we are on the path of awakening but our husband or our partner is not. And this is something I really hear with clients all the time is that they feel a disconnect when their partner is not on the same path as they are spiritually in the way that they look at the world and this whole awakening. So you're going to want to hear what she says to this. She offers so many tangible, beautiful insights on how we can bring them into this world without forcing them to believe something, but also without, you know, leaving that gap that comes when we are awakening and they might not be. So you're going to really want to hear what she has to say about that. I really loved her answer and just hearing her talk all about this. So without further ado, let's welcome Jenny Lyon to talk about the power of the woman awakening. Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, Jenny Lyon. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here today with me. Thank you very much for having me. I am very excited too. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be so great. So um, we've just been chatting for a few minutes and I can't wait for everything that's going to unfold in this in this episode. But can you just start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself and um, yeah, who you are and what you do? Yes, I will. So I'm Jenny Lyon. I am actually originally from Sweden. I live in the UK. Uh, I am a, I call myself a light activator, but it's a uh, more of a glorified name of a healer and mentor. Uh, I've been doing this for the past sort of 20 years. So very experienced in my field, um, love doing my work, love building my business, 
got huge vision to you know contribute to to change the world so yeah I, I I'm so in my right I've mentioned it to you before didn't I I'm so in the right moment in time although it's chaotic out there it is like the prime time I've been waiting for this to happen so everyone can wake up so yeah. so yeah although it's a bit bumpy um it will be fine mm. yeah yeah, I, I so agree. It's like, I think that there is something, well, there is, of course, something so beautiful happening, but I think there are a lot of people that are like, finally, we get shaken to our core, broken down a bit, and the collective can now rise, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm very happy to be alive. I work with women. Um, it seems to be um, most of them are either already in, in an online business or they are uh, awakening to wanting to, 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 to do their own online business. Um, they are obviously spiritual. Um, some of my women comes from like, you know, um, backgrounds like they would have worked in the corporate or they would have been in another job. And now they're like, I cannot do this anymore. I have to change lane. And be in my, you know, in my feminine, do my whatever that is, if it's healing or coaching or doing something else that makes them really happy. So I work with them one-on-one. I have group programs. I have a membership. So I have all the different levels people can come in basically and have a go. Well, that's amazing. That sounds that sounds really incredible. So why did you choose to work with women and have you always worked with women throughout your whole career? Cause I know with mine and energy business, it changes and flows. You're probably not doing exactly the same thing you were doing, no. years ago, but has it always been women? Not really. I look, I started out, so I was like 25. So it's over 20 years ago. I started out, I did, I learned to do massage and deep tissue and sports massage. I, I have a degree in marketing business, but I didn't, it didn't sit with me. I couldn't work with someone else either. <laughs> so I, I went into the energy work, like the body work and energy work. And I think what happened over the time was I just developed, I had men and female clients, but then I was going into more of empowerment and female potential and going into the divine feminine and those things, then it automatically became more women. Yeah. So and they just have... move a bit quicker. <laughs> but women, it's just, it's just a little bit easier as yeah, well. That's yeah. Funny. So yeah. did your business become like your, the way you're describing it, it's more and more spiritual, right? And I feel like so many of us do that where I started out nutrition consulting and then it was yeah. intuitive eating. And then yeah. you know, now I'm full on communicating with spirit guides. Like it's just so yeah. funny. So yeah. did yours change as you were awakening and growing and, and spiritually definitely. developing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I started out, I was, this is the thing though. I was always psychic. I was always intuitive. I was completely immersed in astrology studies and things like that when I was about 15. Um, I was I loved all the esoteric stuff. But being, what, 20, <laughs> you know, I went to university. I did. I loved sociology and understanding more about the human mind and the human, you know, the person or the or, and society so I loved the whole thing marketing is very intuitive as well isn't it you've got to do it right so I quite liked the marketing and then then I traveled a lot 
and then I was like, right, I'm going to use my powers or my gifts in some way. And I, do, I did the massage because it seemed like um, just uh, a good thing to do because people seem to, yeah, they want massage. I could do uh, money from that. And mm-hmm. it was what I did. And then I just carried on after that. It just became more and more, I was becoming more and more open with it, spirit every, every, every day. <laughs> Wow. Was that something you were asking for or did you just naturally kind of incrementally start seeing, sensing, hearing, feeling things? So I remember once, I was probably about hmm, 17, 18, I was in college. And I remember, I thought, I'm going to try this. I felt really intuitive always. I I bunked the lesson, (laughs) so then we go. And then I just had a sense that the teacher was going to be down the street around one of the blocks. And I was like, I know he's there. And I was, he had obviously finished work, but like, I just stood by the side. I started thinking, he is going to turn up. And I just stood there, kind of hiding. And there he walked. I was like, my God, I know I can do this. And that was like an experience I actually really remember because I think that's quite freaky. And but then since then, I was diving really deep into meditation, out of body experiences. I It was like the soul was preparing for something, um, into studies about Atlantis and angels and chakras and higher self and all those things. And it was like 1996. You know, so I did that, and you had, didn't have internet. Well, you had internet, but you couldn't find things like that. So I was in the bookstore, and and then I had this spiritual awakening at age twenty-three, where I left the body in a very lucid state. Like I really remember how I just went out of the body. I went to high consciousness. I went to my mum and my dad and told them about how I was going to change and things was going to change and things was going to look different, but they are fine. They don't have to worry about me. And then I came back into my body and I woke up and I was like, what the heck was that? And it felt everything looked different. I looked at my, you know, things like I had the glass there. It looked different. Everything looked different. I was like, my God, what's happened? Did I die? Did I come back or something? And so then from there on, those next two years were really tough. So I felt disconnected to a lot of things. I didn't feel connected to people that I loved. It was really weird. Um, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. I felt like I lost my spiritual powers. It was all really very, very, very tough. So I got over that. I moved to England. I did the things like I followed the soul. I did um, qualification in astrological studies and dived deeper into the spiritual stuff. And then only later on in my 30s, when I learned what I do, what I do now, divine healing and multidimensional clearings and, uh, you know, divine work and all these things, I learned that I had a reincarnation in the same body, which I remember reading it on one of the pages of my teachers. I went, oh, reincarnation in the same body. I have had that. I have 100% had that, read all the, the typical series, I bullet pointed how you would have felt at the time and how it was and how you felt afterwards and everything. And I was like, that's me, I've had that. So I said to Martin, I said to Nicholas, I'm sure I've had this. 
It's like, okay, well, let's just do this form and we work out if, if you have it. And I've just did ticket boxes and everything. And he and he's like, yeah, I can 95% say that was that's what you had. Then I have to ask my other teacher and she just helped. I remember her, she's super intuitive, very powerful channel healer. She held my arm and she went, yes, darling, you did. <laughs> so I was like, oh, thank God, now I understand it, you know. <laughs> I didn't understand what happened at the time. So um, what is it, reincarnation? In the same body. In the same body. What is that? So that is an awakening uh, so that soul goes, leaves the body, comes back with an upgraded mission and then come back into the body. It's all of spiritual nature. There's no other purpose you would have that. Mm -hmm. So the person, their mission or their healing abilities, their uh, ability to just hold, channel, all those things, enhances. Mm. But the first two years without any healing integration work or any support is like a dark night of the soul mm. because you feel lost again. Although you remember everything and, 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 and you're fine as such, you still you feel really um, it's hard. Mm. But then now I have clients that have had that, they come and I have special integration for that. So like in six months, they're back on, they're fine. Mm-hmm. So that they don't have to wait for that long. Awakening in general is a really crazy process. And one of the reasons I'm excited to talk to you today is so many people out there and particularly women are going through an awakening, but don't even totally realize it yet. Or they kind of know the word. I'm go- Yeah, I'm going through an awakening, but they don't put it together with ha- the lows and the highs and the and not being able to manifest something you think you should and not being able to reach your grandma, even though you're really trying and you feel connected and disconnected. And like you were mentioning, things that used to mean something to you don't. And your job you used to love, now you have no interest in. And yeah. your interests change. And often your friend circle, I know a lot of my audience are dealing with that, is releasing friends that no longer you're on the same wavelength. So why is awakening such a crazy time, no matter what kind you're going through? Well, I the way I would describe awakening, awakening really is alignment. Because you're letting go of things that the soul doesn't desire anymore. And that requires decluttering and detoxing. And you're decluttering and detoxing on every level. So you're decluttering your friends and your family and your uh, you know, relationships because they are no longer in alignment with what, what your soul wants. You're decluttering your work and your career because it's no longer in alignment of your, of your soul's desire. and you're decluttering in and you're detoxing your body because if your body is holding deep, you know, if your body is holding heavy energies, not just from your own intoxication, because let's face it, we've got everything going on, haven't we? Heavy metals, fumes, uh, processed foods, like, it, you know, stress, emotions, there's so many toxins. So we have that. And then we also have the ancestral line of all the carriage, the, what we're carrying for our ancestors. So our bodies, our physical body is holding, I say it's like 3D programming. It's holding old patterns and beliefs that are heavy. And when we are 
raising in vibration, involuntary or voluntary, those heavy and toxic energies needs to leave the system. Mm. And therefore we'll feel crap. <laughs> it's like detox, isn't it? If you have a detox, you have a proper detox, you have the juice and all those things, you have a headache, you know, you feel like, a, you know, it's tired and then you feel better as you're clearing, right? Mm-hmm. So, and every time you clear a layer, like layer emotionally, you clear it physically and you feel it leaving the body, you feel weird or you feel a headache or you have tingling or you have ringing in the ears and, you know, I call them ascension symptoms really. Um, you feel like a really weird feeling in your horror like your second chakra or you have weird pain in the neck because a past life death where there was a knife that stabbed you is coming up or something I mean I'm just talking it you're describing my entire last I mean bunch of years but really the last month like the headaches the ringing in the ears the floating feeling the heavy the weird weird yeah it's all essential symptoms so though so that is just we just have to say, right, that's going to happen to us. And that's why, so when I work with uh, visionary entrepreneurs, women who are coming, you know, they're awakening, they want to come into their goddess power, they want to do their soul work, they want to align, basically. At the same time, they have all the physical symptoms, not all the time, but they'll have the physical symptoms, so that's where all the healing comes in. And I suggest different type of detox programs and things like that so that you can shift it quickly so you don't have to stay there for long um so it's very sort of comprehensive um care i'd, I'd say that i give my clients because i can i'll be like right okay you're detoxing <laughs> okay there's some past life stuff coming up come on let's just get that mm-hmm. um you know that's trauma from this life i can see it coming let's clear that up so it is 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 a continuous journey of unpeeling, you know, peeling the layers. Yeah. But just commit to the clearings and and have fun like with it because you feel a bit bad or not bad, but you feel ill. But then when you feel good, you know, make good, you know, make sure you do nice things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's what I feel like most of my I have had so so many of those cycles. Yeah. Um, so I really get it. I really understand how you I love that you said that right there, cycles. And I want my listeners yeah. to hear that is that yeah. awakening doesn't happen in one big thing. It's not like, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I had an awakening and that's it, right? Oh, now I'm fine. <laughs> no. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm enlightened and psychic. No, yeah. it's, it's waves. And as you were talking, I've had several very physical, I, I really experience it physically. I'm hearing that you're saying that that's a lot of us, that's what we do. I've had times where I've like convulsed and been shaking and I know it's not like the flu or some, yeah, I can feel this purging, but it's yeah, so yeah. awful. So I really, I really like that you say awakening is detoxing because we yeah. have in our mind, it's so glorified awakening. It's all good, right? It's just better and better and better. I'm awakening, but really 
there's so much purging happening to allow you to float back up, to allow you to ascend, that we have to remember that too. So for everyone listening, you're pulled to the light, you're pulled to all this work, you're feeling good, but then Mm -hmm. also feeling really crappy in these ways we've been mentioning. It's part of it. You're doing a good job. Yeah, it is a part of it. And look, when people come to me and I'm going, I say to them, look, your choice is to just do the work, get on with it, and just embrace all of what it is, or you stay stuck where you are and it's going to kill your soul from within because you're not going to want to. So let's do it. Do you know what I mean? Let's just embrace all of that and, and, and pause. This is the other thing. The divine feminine and the flow of the, we, we spoke about this before this call and the flow of the divine feminine allows us to lean back we don't have to push we shouldn't push hard anyway women are not designed to be in their masculine lady they should just be in their feminine with action you need to take action obviously to make your success happen and those things but lean back so when you have a bad a detox day you lean back you lay down and you have a rest and you sleep and so allow and allow you do not feel bad about it zero guilt like zero guilt mm-hmm. actually feel good about it like yeah bring it on <laughs> so, mm. um so this is a part of the deprogramming as well isn't it to allow ourselves to just be yeah that's happening very hard i believe that's happening to deprogram our doing patterns as well you know it's just too much masculine energy which is doing, 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 and yeah. So when when you see people awakening and um, going through all of this, is there also a component you see where situations get manifested in front of them because they are needing to face, release, heal, whatever? So sometimes when we're awakening, do you see that sometimes we're extra triggered by our wounds, our mom wounds, our worthiness wounds, like things will actually be manifested in front of us that feel like on the outside, this is not working out, this sucks, why are they doing that? But really it's to ascend you. Is that something you see? Is that a real thing? Yeah, of course. So every time you ask for an upgrade or ask to, uh, you know, even if that's manifest, manifest your business or more money or great relationship, whatever you're asking for, if there is a hidden block there somewhere, which it probably will be at some level, it will come up because you have to clear that block to get to that thing you want to manifest. If you ask for infinite abundance and successful business and everything, then if you have issues with self-worth, then you're really going to have to work on the self-worth and get over it and, and, and heal that so that you can feel worthy to receive all these things. Mm-hmm. And if you have, for example, uh, let's say you want to have a loving, re- reciprocating, balanced, loving relationship with a divine feminine, divine masculine, and you have issues with, Ah, you know, you might be codependent or something like that. I'm being quite extreme here, but, you know, uh, codependent or you've been in abusive relationships. Well, you're going to have to go and heal that because otherwise you won't be able to manifest this whole, uh, you know, full, wholesome relationship. Um, So personally, I had in 2017, my dad passed away. He died. We were very, very, very close. And always have been and he I mean I'm very close with him now although he's on the other side but 
uh, he had huge, huge worthiness and poverty, um, you know, issues in his in the, in the bloodline as well. So guess what? So he passed away. I made a huge commitment to myself to really. He pushed me out into the world in 2007, end of 2017. I had always done what I was doing, but I was like, right, this is it. I'm going to conquer the world now. <laughs> so it was from, from being a working mum at home and doing, juggling the thing with the kids and just, you know, be happy and balanced, which was great at the time. I went to like, okay, I'm going to make a global brand. Hmm. So, so I was like, right, I'm going to make a global brand and I'm going to, you know, I'm really going to have impact. Guess what? The first massive thing was the poverty thing that came up and I had to heal all of that. Mm. I had to go through feast and famine. I had to go through the whole, you know, pain of zero in the bank account, which I had never had before. So I was like, what the hell is happening now? Um, I had to heal it in my body. I had poverty uh, programs in my teeth. Uh, I had have had a big pus thing growing inside of my jaw that had so when I went to um do the healing on that there's an emotional program behind each tooth and everything what was that well it was poverty and worthiness so I went for my dream and their spirit went right okay so for you to get over there darling you're gonna have to fix this and I did so mm. now I don't, that's the, I work on my uh, worthiness a lot anyway. I think everyone should do that because it's such an old wound for women anyway. Mm. Uh, I'm very aware of it. So, so it's not like I've stopped working on that, but the biggest hurdle I feel was done that six months. That was like huge. I used to cry and it was like, it was just awful. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you get, you get, you get given that. <laughs> so look, so you've got to just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that as wounds come up, the way in which we heal them is going to be unique because different things used and, you know, different situations can use different healings. Also different people resonate with different healings, but what are some of the ways in which you did that? So you're saying I had to face zero in the bank account. What do you yeah. mean you had to face it? Did you like journal through it and feel the pain or like, what did that look like? No. So what did I do? So first of all, I was taking action on making some things happening in my business, which was just action taking really which wasn't going to heal the wound so I then I do divine healing and I'm a life body um, practitioner like I do life body surgery and work which is deep work um, so I went to my teacher so he was working on me with those things um, so he was doing divine healing on the poverty patterns and the ancestral line mm-hmm. um, then obviously I went to the dentist to have the thing fixed, which was above the, t- I never, I didn't know it was there, but she did some amazing work. So from a surgical point of view, mm-hmm. um, what else did I do? I had a money coach. Mm-hmm. I hired a money coach and I worked with her for three months. Although I couldn't really afford it at the time. She was a very uh, deep spiritual um I mean, she's a star seed. I know that she's a star seed herself. I didn't know. We didn't know at the time, but um, she she really helped. I took her money course. I was tapping, EFT tapping on all the poverty. I was doing divine healing on myself. I was journaling. 
I was doing everything I could to clear it out. And I did. So when someone's going through something like this, I kind of hear in that because how I was saying everyone's path to healing is different, all these modalities. So almost like the, you know, for everyone, I would almost say when you're in it and you're starting to feel this, you're listening to this podcast, you're feeling like, yeah, there's something deeper here. That's when you have to follow your intuition. Like you went to your mentor, you went to EFT, that came to you. You felt something and was like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to jump in. So you may not, the people listening, you may not have to try every single thing and go to your mentor and all that, but listen to that inner guide that when you see something on tapping or subconscious reprogramming or, and and you feel that spark inside, Mm -hmm. just, it's almost like keep seeker, keep seeking because the answer is, well, exactly. Keep seeking and keep seeking solutions of what resonates with you. Mm -hmm. So at the time she, this lady, um, very successful money coach, I loved her energy. I loved the way she was doing things. I was like, I can see myself being like her, like not doing money in particular. She just the money code, but I could just, I just loved all of that. So I was like, right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go with her as well as doing my my healing on this. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Uh, that, but if whatever feels right, go for it, do it, commit, mm-hmm. invest in yourself as well. I'd say to people, you know, I, if, okay, you might not want to go to full hog all the time, but do things to invest yourself. Spend money on yourself because really it's the only way we grow by having other people supporting us and being guided and mentored by others is is, is critical to success, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, no one walks alone. I love that. No. I had this download yesterday. I just heard... Um, if you really want to change your circumstance, either go within and start doing those things your soul has been calling you to do or hire someone to help you. Like it's almost like do the damn thing that your soul is calling you to do. But some of us, there's other things in the way and there's sabotage and you're really busy or you're this or you're that. Well, then hire someone to get the job done with you to co-create and help you. I mean, look, if you have a fitness coach, you hire that fitness coach so that that coach is going to keep you on track to lose the weight and tone up or whatever it is your goal is. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with spiritual awakening, same thing with, uh, you know, building a business or same thing with whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Hire the, hire the ex- experts. I mean, I would never be where I am if I wouldn't have hired my experts. I can't see all my blind spots. And also you learn through them over the years. I've learned so much from my coaches, my mentors, whether it's techniques and tools or perspectives. It's of course about myself. So it's just been such a journey. I agree a hundred percent. I would not be where I am without all the I've had. Yeah. I mean, and and if people think, well, where do I get started? Well, just start with something, you know, start with something, just do it, just do something. And then from there on, you can then think, oh, this really resonates or that feels good or, you know, I, oh, that feels like I want to do more of that. So do something, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like there is no, you know, I don't believe in procrastination and mm-hmm. it's like, look, it's just sabotage. You just got to get over yourself, not even think and feel about it. Just go, right, I'm just doing this. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. This is the only way to break through this pattern and then laugh about it. Do you know what I mean? not that yeah. <laughs> you can always find reasons for not doing things mm. if you want it enough 
then you find ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to thinking you can either find reasons to not do it or you can find reasons to do it. And I believe they're both equally available to you no matter what it is. There's either the reasons to or the reasons not. And there's probably equal and infinite on both sides if you focus on it, right? <laughs> you can choose. Yeah. Yeah. You can choose. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So I'd love to talk about the power of the feminine rising and for the women that are listening and for the men that are awakening to their feminine side and their feminine power. Why is this so important right now? And what are you seeing with clients and people? And just, I'd love to hear what's going on right now with that. Yeah. So if we first look at the collective and the history and the paradigm and everything, so we are moving away from the patriarchal dark ages. So if you talk about it from an astrological point of view, we're moving away. So we've gone just gone into the age of Aquarius, which is 2,000 years now ahead. So although it's like you think, oh, Aquarius of Aquarius, we're in this new era of, of you know, new and free living. Um, it's taken us some time to get up there. So the, the past behind us now is uh, Pisces. Yeah, Pisceans. So we've been in Piscean two two thousand years. It's very um, dark ages and very patriarchal and very um, tough. Really suffering, uh, polarity like the masculine dominating the feminine and things like that. So we're moving away from that, just from a collective level, and women. So this is not that this didn't just happen on the 21st of December 2020. It's been brewing up since what the song came out over <laughs> for the last sort of 50 years. It's been brewing up. Um, so the feminine awakening is very much about moving away from the patriarchal dark, which is very much about suppression, polarity, anger, fear. Um, control, uh, power, misuse of power. I'm not saying this is the fact that the masculine is the dark masculine, right? Mm-hmm. So we're moving into the feminine, like the divine feminine, which is actually going to be the leading force of bringing unity, bringing unconditional love, bringing abundance, bringing all those beautiful things into the world. And that means that humanity has to follow that. Mm. So the women, yes, we are awakening. I mean, the, the women, the goddess movement has been going on for a few years. But particularly now is women letting go or, or learning or unlearning, maybe even say that, unlearning all the patterns that they were taught, not just in this lifetime, but also you know, generations back, which is they have been too much in their masculine as well to fit in, right, and to compete and to, you know, be everything for everybody. That's all masculine depleting energy. Mm. So women have to unlearn that, then learn a new way of being a woman, which is about saying yes, taking support, being more in flow, now I'm not talking all the time. We still need to take action to make success. But um, just generally, um, delegating things out, 
uh, take away the, you know, superwoman hat, um, allowing more pleasure, have more, uh, allowing the man to lead the way on things, although he's also really lost, so he doesn't know how to lead a woman, um, but he will awaken. So this is the thing. When the woman awakes, it's like spark something in the man. So if I lean back into my feminine and I'm more receiving and I'm more sensual and I'm more like, oh, you know, I'm worthy, I can have everything, I don't need to do hard work or I don't need to do these things to receive, I am worthy how I am, that energy is very attractive to men. You know, it's essential, like loving men energy. In, if a woman is in her masculine pushing and controlling and trying and fixing and doing and nurturing, do all this. The only reason a man will be attracted to that is because his mum was like that. So he's completely lost on board. So as soon as she goes into this new thing, something will awaken in him because he's like, oh, hang on a minute, polarity. This is how it's supposed to be. You know, I'm supposed to, uh, you know, kind of lean into her and be, you know, lead her in romance. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to take the lead on this. They go, oh, hang on a minute, I need to re relearn what to do. So I think when women awaken and they accept their new ways of how to be a goddess, how to be an awakened woman, allow themselves to rest, sleep when you have your period, like follow your cycles, for goodness sake. Uh, if Even if you want to meditate and be with the moon, we used to do that in the circles and you know, when we were doing witchcraft and all those things. Uh, so why don't no, not do it now? Then the men will follow because they'll be like, oh, something's changing in her. Look. So they are just, men are more simple. When we do the work and we fix ourselves in this way, they will just slot in. Mm. They just have to like kind of shake their head a bit and go, oh, that doesn't work anymore. Oh, no, I better do. This is so... Men work so well with energy. If I sit back at home and I don't do the dishes, I will just lay down, relax, read my book. I will do it eventually. Maybe take, what, an hour? Then my husband go up and do it. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> and he wouldn't do it because, oh, now she's not doing it. Da, 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 da. It's just energy. I just, I just lean back. And then sometimes I get up and do it. But it's, I'm just saying here that there is a way women to lead the men into this without having to talk about it that's also masculine by the way mm. <laughs> it's not a feminine it's not at all feminine right because mm. it's a doing it's a there's doing again you're doing things yeah yeah i like talking on this i mean the masculine now so i like teaching but yeah <laughs> well, maybe that's why I, I don't know if you're the same i'm sure you are but when I get talking and I close my eyes, especially when I'm recording a show, my mm -hmm. feminine, it's like it, the receiving of the information and the intuition mm -hmm. comes forward, but the masculine allows me to organize it and get it out. Yeah. Create a show and edit and all that good stuff. Yes. It allows it to happen, but the the guidance, the, the gold comes from this sort of mm -hmm. leaning back place. Yeah. No, so you're doing beautifully, like in harmony. Right. Yeah, because we need both. We, yeah. need, we need to take action and then lean back. Yeah. yeah. And 
also the action is led from an inspired place. Yes. The, the action, it's like intuition, action, and then leaning back. It's like a feminine masculine sandwich and it just is like the perfect. <laughs> it does. And it always works out. Even like, mm. I even teach my client down to the smallest pieces. Like if you wanted to make a small live on Facebook or a small live on Instagram or something to do with your business, I just go like, right, does it feel good? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel like you want to do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. So you just do it now. If it feels like you're pushing or what should I write about now, forget it. Just Mm go and, I don't know, have a massage or just go do something else to make yourself feel good and then – and then come back to it later. So going back to the partner um, aspect, you were just talking about your husband or partner. Um, there are a lot of clients and a lot of listeners that I know struggle with that, where their husbands are great people and love them. And a lot of times they've been with them for a long time. And mm-hmm. so it was based on this teenager, early 20s thing. And now the woman is awakening. And, and sometimes that causes a disconnect of like, ah, oh, he doesn't get it. Or he rolls my eyes when I say, I knew this was going to happen. Or I have a, mm-hmm. an intuition nudge about this. So how can we, I, I just want to hear a little bit more about that because I feel like that continuously comes up with clients and I'm not sure how to navigate it sometimes. I usually just say, be you and keep seeking and he'll just feel it, which is kind of what you're saying, but I'd love you to hear or to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. So when that happens with my clients, I, I always say, detach yourself from changing because really only he can change himself and then I say anytime you feel struggling you go and work on yourself so I have a few tools that I teach my clients they can work on themselves to unlock or unblock themselves Mm -hmm. um I would then also say because men are very much like I'm not going to generalize them but they are quite okay with nudges, with small things. You know, drip feeding is really good. Just slide it in. <laughs> like, just be all nice and feminine about it. Just sort of, oh, yeah, do you know, I've been thinking about this. I thought about you. So obviously, I've got no attachment to it, but I thought this would look really great. And they go, oh, okay. And then you pull back. So don't keep going on and on. Just drip feed. I tell my clients to drip feed the men and usually they come around or because, you know, a woman, if you try to push your man to do something, then you're in your masculine. He goes into wounded feminine and it's all really unattractive and really bad. So I just drip feed. It's more like guidance. What I think is really important is that when women go through their own awakening and they are, healing their own dysfunctional patterns there will be times when they hate their like you know their partner because something's coming up but actually it's them so I would just say look reflect over yourself here what are you actually feeling is it you probably (laughs) um what has he done probably yeah you are seeing things differently. So, yes, it is irritating you. Um, Again, you can only invite him gently to do these things. The other thing I say, 
if you really value your relationship and you really want it to work, be very conscious about these things, how you move forward. Because if you just disconnect and just go and do your things and just kind of leave him to it and all those things, then you can really disconnect. Then you're not really guiding him either. So just do it in a loving way. And when you have bad moments, go and see your girlfriends, you know, go and see your sisters because he might not even be able to support you. That's another thing. Women sometimes feel that men should be supporting them in everything. Just get over the fact that he's not always going to be able to support you in everything because he doesn't understand it all. You know, let go of that because that's why you have your sisters. Mm. So certain things, he's not going to be that. And that's fine because he can't be everything. You'd like him to be. But I'm totally, if, if my husband can be everything for me all the time, great. If sometimes he's lacking in, or you know, not enough in something, what I think, I'm like, that's fine, he's human. Yeah. I go and see my, you know, whatever healer friend or someone else who understands what I'm talking about if he doesn't get it and it's the other way too like we can't you know give him the same as a as a guy's weekend as a brother you know a best friend or a brother like that's and I'm okay with that right like it's it's go take your man time that's what you yeah so it's the same I I really like that I think that's important to remember it's like he should get it all or at least support me in it. And he may even do it, be doing his best to support you, but because he doesn't get it, it's irritating. And I love how you're sharing that about just, it's like, be you, drip it into the experience. You know, I heard this podcast, I thought of you, but no attachment if you are doing that. And I also love what you said, that if you're irritated with him for something, go work on yourself. And that's something that I will realize in myself whenever there's something going on, whether it's my husband or a friend or anything else, I'm like, hmm, what in me can't be with the fact that he doesn't get this or she said this or like what in me is not okay here, no matter who it is. And that's ultimately the, you know, the biggest. It's a reflection, isn't it? You've just got to look at it. You've got to reflect. And then you've got to forgive for what seems to maybe be Petty, perhaps sometimes the petty things, isn't it? So you just got to go right. You know, is it that important? Can can I let that go? You know, we all have moments. There is a saying about the consciousness level that if you're going so fast and you are lifting the ceiling of consciousness, which is very much about seeing things through a different lens. If you go too fast and he doesn't catch up, it will feel like it's too far far away from each other. And that's where it can get it's a bit risky then because you could potentially just kind of like completely lose the connection mm-hmm. or do you just feel like you're completely grown apart? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you value the relationship, you don't really want to be there with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important to um, really be honest with yourself what you want from the relationship. So... I am obsessed with what I do. So if my husband did the same, he'll probably get on my nerves. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, we'd just be a nightmare. So he is very spiritual. He's very grounded. I call him an earthling because I'm so much like a starseed. And it's great. (laughs) It's really good for our family that he is that way. 
mm-hmm. um, because he is grounding. He is realistic. He is just great, like so good with that. He gets the concepts, but he doesn't get into the details with it like I do. And I'm like, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. It sounds like also like he's shining in his masculine. Well, also, of course, I'm sure he embraces his feminine, but it's like you have that beautiful dance. I love that because that's so me and my husband. I always call him my rock and that's what it always feels like. Or if I'm feeling... I'd be out with this. Yeah fairies like all the time. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm feeling upset, I'll say to my husband, like, I just want to go in your cave. And it means like, open your arms. I just yeah. want And I'd, I'd say just generally, look, I can't talk for all the men because I don't know all the men of the world, but just give the men, they, he needs time. So mm-hmm. if you are, if you are moving forward, forward fast, you just got to do this drink feeding and then give him time. It's almost like helping him with his progress, not being responsible, yeah. but also yeah. dripping it in is pulling him forward. So now you're both happy because you are yeah, both exactly. progressing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I feel with men as well, look, it's so important to get balance. It's a part of our awakening to get balance in a relationship. You know, that the awakening that we're going through is going to seep through in all areas of our lives. So relationships for, for sure. Um, I feel as well learn about men as well like I have this really good book about the back the basics almost of of how just men work how it's just DNA Mm. and it could be I think this is quite funny could be simple things like they have a cone vision because they are meant to hunt so from a biological sort of perspective that's why they can't find anything in the fridge because they can't look peripherally well, as we can just look at the fridge, scan in, and there is the there's the butter. But they, I'm, I'm not saying they can find it, obviously. But yeah, what I'm saying is, don't get annoyed with him with this. This is his cone vision. Mm. So learn about men and women. Learn about their natural abilities for certain things. Learn about your natural ability. So women talk about their emotions because they're actually cathartically releasing what's happening while they're talking to their girlfriend. Yes. Men go inside and process. Mm -hmm. So if he doesn't want to talk, leave him alone. Mm -hmm. Right? Do not prod him because you are, it's like somebody asking you to be quiet when you need to get it out. Mm-hmm. So that's another time to go to your girlfriend's. He's not yes, you go to your girlfriend. So what there's a word I've said to my husband: Do not ever ask me to stop talking if I am cathartically releasing something, because that's like me saying to you, you have to talk. Tell me what you're feeling right now, and you don't know. <sighs> Look, a man feels good usually about providing for a woman. Yeah. It's just how it is, and any other programming the opposite, he would have been reprogrammed but just genetically he likes protecting in this way when he can't do that and if you're trying to compete with him to do it you feel inferior mm. you can still do it but you don't need to compete mm. there's so many natural things that we shouldn't fight right let him be in his you know let him allow him to be in this masculine yeah 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 oh, i love that Yeah. So for my listeners that are stepping into their divine feminine, Mm -hmm. um, how can we, how can they 
express that divine feminine and be part of the feminine rising and, you know, doing that light work in their everyday life. Because so many people say, well, I'm not like you. I don't get to coach this and heal this. And, but we can, st- I always say you can still spread your light and your divine feminine love and all of that. So how do we do that kind of, what does that look like in a daily life situation? So I would say it's a lifestyle. It's like to be in your divine feminine and to allowing your goddess energy to come through. It's a lifestyle. I would say things like start your day, have some sort of morning ritual, you know, have uh, a small, med- it doesn't have to be very long, but small meditation or something where you're connected with yourself, journal for a little while. I, I'm not one for, I don't want to give my clients loads of tasks because then it's like being your masculine again. Just a few things that makes you feel good. Pay some gratitude, feel good. Think about what you're doing that day, vision. And then I would say also things like set boundaries. You know, be really strict on your boundaries, your self-care, your self-love. Um, start value yourself, like really, really work on your self-worth. Because that is, if you work on your self-worth and you feel really good about yourself, you are working on your goddess energy. Because you know that that's that's what what a goddess does. You know, she she thinks she feels she's worthy. So. That would be things like that. Say no more than yes to your children. <laughs> You're a good parent when you say no because, you know, it's like you don't need to please them all the time if it's not good for them. Yeah. Um, so just be strong. Goddess is good, but I also say call in on your queen energies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's oh. wise. You know, she leads the way, she guides, she's grounded, mm. she's loving, she's got boundaries, she's, you know, powerful. Yeah, there's this almost like fierce, like a grounded fierce energy where it's like that's, I think the fierce is almost where the boundaries, where the being able to say no and standing in your worth, you, no matter what winds and storms come your way, almost just facing mm. it in mm. that okayness in that power in that um yeah in that goddess state that's so beautiful that's so great that's it reclaim your your energy your power Mm, yeah from the still space that's where you get the guidance of what to do next so just declutter yeah declutter your life do less Mm, receive Mm. more receive more (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of your light. It's so cool what you're up to. And I can't wait to check out more of what you're doing. Um, I always like to ask my guests, what do you think is the most important thing when somebody is wanting to manifest change in their life? And it's not just manifest a free cup of coffee. It's like, I want to be in purpose. I want to change my life. I want to live that dream life. What do you think is the best, the most important or the first place to start? Ask for guidance by the universe to give you some more guidance. Follow the nudges that you're getting. If an obstacle comes up, it's a block that you need to clear to get there and let go of the outcome. Just just go let go of the outcome. You've got to turn up as if you have it anyway. Mm. Like it didn't matter. 
Yeah. It's a much nicer feeling that, you know, I sit here sometimes thinking, well, you know, if I had 20 million in the bank, if I had 20,000, would I feel any different? Probably not. Mm. I'd probably feel about the same. I'm sitting here talking to you like this. Mm -hmm. And I'd probably sit here and talk to you like this. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and I can choose how to feel in my heart when I'm talking to you. And that's not determined of how much money I've got in the bank. It's determined of how I choose to be. Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you again so much. And if people want to check you out, because they will, where are the best places to reach you and see what you're up to? Yeah, so you can Google me. <laughs> it's jennylion.love. Um, that's the website. So Jenny, as my name is spelled, uh, G-E-N-N-Y-E, lion.love. I'm on Facebook. I'm actually on TikTok. <laughs> At the moment. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm giving TikTok a go, but no, I am on every platform, but I'm mostly active on Facebook because that's where I've got my community. And, you know. Okay. Well, we'll put everything in the show notes. Um, how did you get dot love? What? what? <laughs> what? I just, I wanted it. I was like dot love. I but how do, you, how do you have dot love instead of dot com? You just, just choose it, domain. You can have anything. <laughs> I was like, I'm not having .com, .net, .this. I just thought everything had to be .com. <laughs> no, I've got .love. <laughs> okay, well, y'all can start to find me at taliajoymanifestation.love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, .love. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I love it. Mind-blowing. <laughs> On top of everything, that also blows my mind. <laughs> so nice to be here. Thank you. Hey love, thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope you got some incredible value from it. And if you did, pretty please head over to iTunes and leave me a review and hit the subscribe button. This really does make a huge difference in the success of the show. And it really shows me that you want this type of training, tools, techniques to hack law of attraction and have you manifest fast. Thank you in advance for that. And before I go, I want to remind you that there is a version of yourself that already has what it is that you want, already has the manifestations, already has the love, the abundance, the success, the freedom, the self-confidence, and everything else that you could want. So what I'm going to encourage you to do today is to envision her, embody her, ask what's her energy about, what's her mindset set like and what advice does she have for me today as you do this my love you awaken her you quantum align you collapse time and you make yourself able to manifest the life you want so much quicker have a fantastic day and i will see you in the next episode